just get pucks deep, you know, play the corners hard, see if good things will happen for us. Yep. Boys, we're back. Welcome, everybody. We are just dishing it. Episode 7. I say it every time, but we're already at episode 7. It's pretty crazy. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate the listens. It's been awesome to see so far. We've been having some fun with our guests, and it is only going to continue today. But first, John Tudor, how are things? How's it going? I know you had some great news the other day. A-plus Snapchat video, by the way. Oh, yeah. You like that? Um, that, was, that fired me up. Yeah. Uh, great news. Yesterday, met with the docs, post-shoulder surgery, got cleared to swing a golf club. So naturally, tomorrow night, I've got uh, an appointment set up uh, to get fit for new irons. and it's a nice little um, golf club. Got my tee time for Saturday already. So. Oh, I uh, could definitely after. tell where my priorities were. Yeah, I had the tea yeah. time set before I went to the appointment because whether they told <laughs> me I was cleared or not, I was telling them I was cleared. So, John Tudor, uh, MD, love yeah. it, absolutely love it. Yeah, Derek, good, good to be going, back. Though? Good to be back. We love it. It's not Indeed. bad. Another week, you know. Yeah. Weather's getting there. I also am headed into the first round of the year as well with the my back. You know, getting a little little messed up when i went down to carolina a little bit before but we're we got the clear from the chiropractor so we're going on sunday so you there know you go. we sound Big like move. a couple of 70 year old men but you know we're we're getting there yeah no, i mean at least i had shoulder surgery like you're going to the chiropractor because you know you can't get out of bed in the morning like geez buddy it's, figure it's it out tough, it's a tough walk <laughs> from my bed to my office you know yeah seriously oh, man. You two are ridiculous. I'll skip my golf talk because speaking of great chirps, we have a very special guest. How about that fucking segue? Are you kidding me? Yeah. So we have an awesome guest on today and I am really excited about it. I think there is a lot of cool parallels between what uh, this gentleman and his business partner are doing. I'm really excited about it. And let us bring him in. I think it's time, Mr. Jake Marota, the co-founder of Chirps. Jake, what's going on, dude? Thank you so much for joining us, man. Really excited to have you here. Of course. What's going on, fellas? Happy to be here. Yeah, you know, we're hockey season's still going on, so that's always fun. Plenty of great action to watch. You know, you heard the intro there talking a little golf, our favorite off-season activity, even though kind of not really off-season. But yeah, dude, I mean... For uh, there's probably a good amount of our listeners that really don't know too much, you know, about chirps. They've seen some stuff Ryan's done with, you know, some of the awesome edits he does and everything, but kind of give everybody the rundown, you know, plug the pages, like just kind of tell, you know, the basic intro story of what you guys are doing. Yeah. So me and uh, my longtime friend from my hometown, Ryan LaFleur uh, on Instagram, that's Ryan laugh. Um, well, I should start with Ryan's end. So he, he's actually been creating a lot of good content. He's an artist. He's unbelievable what he does. And um, after seeing that over the years, uh, we've kind of come to terms like we want to get that out there and, and expose it to more people than, than just what he's doing kind of behind the scenes um, and really creating content for a lot of the major hockey pages that you see. Ryan is, is behind a lot of that. Um, so working with Ryan to... Uh, take over the the chirps 
Instagram and, and rebrand and truly bring um, the modern era combined with the vintage era of hockey and, and utilizing Ryan's design skills and artistic ability and being able to promote that is something that um, has been awesome. And that's something that we're really trying to do and overall celebrating the game with, with chirps. Yeah. It's, you know, every, all of us over here at just dish and, you know, myself, Maddie, Nick, obviously it, we're, we're quite often in any meetings or things we have, we're often sharing some pieces. We see posts um, talking about that stuff. It's so many cool things, you know, and I think a lot of us at the age range we're at some of this vintage stuff. I know Derek's pulling the page up right now for our YouTube viewers. You can see some of the content there. Awesome vintage wear. It's, I mean, it's really awesome. It's a, it's a special place for me. I have kind of that sort of, style anyways we got some dominator stuff there love it i don't get the buffalo Buffalo fans fired up oh yeah (laughs) absolutely but yeah so i mean kind of walk us through like i mean on here we're all about the long-winded of stuff like what sparked the idea for chirps for for yourself and ryan you know you mentioned back in your hometown where are you guys from yeah, so Ryan and I are actually from Bridgewater, Massachusetts, which is about 45 minutes south of Boston. Uh, so obviously grew up uh, Bruins fans. And, and on my end, uh, I was a major college hockey fan. I, uh, my family is big into college hockey. I have a very large family. My brother uh, played at Merrimack, played pro. Um, I played in high school and then actually played college baseball, but always have had the love for hockey. And, and so is Ryan. And that's what brought our friendship together. Um, so growing up over the years, I mean, hockey and the culture behind it, not just necessarily how the Bruins did or anything like that. It was a lot of, you know, what players did off the ice and, and you know, um, what was there was actually the TV show 24 seven, 24 seven came out with the Winter Classic. That's something that Ryan and I truly like to watch because you were able to see what went on behind the scenes. You could kind of get a glimpse into players and their culture and their style and how they were off the ice, which is something that hockey especially doesn't necessarily have. And I know that you guys shed a lot of light into that too, which me and Ryan love think that's awesome. Appreciate um, that, yeah. But, but yeah, it's really a lot of the content that we bring is, is stuff that made us happy, made us look forward to growing up. So like the NHL hits, I mean, me and Ryan would play that. So we were kids, I would get fired <laughs> up going to school knowing that I get to play NHL hits after school. And, um, you know, college hockey games every Friday, me and my family would go to BU and watch BU at the old Walter Brown Arena. For those who uh, are listening in the New England area, I'm sure they know that's the old BU Arena that used to sell out every single night. Crazy games, UMaine BU, uh, BC BU. It's just, you couldn't beat it. It's something that truly, it was, I was like a kid on Christmas and same with Ryan. Um, so being able to, even though we're not necessarily playing hockey anymore, um, competitively, we're still able to shed light into aspects of the game that made us happy growing up and that brought our friendship closer together, which is really what I love about the the Chirps business that we have going is it's kind of like me and Ryan have had that connection for a while and then being able to actually work towards something and not only see see it grow, but see people who also share the same interests, such as yourselves and such as people who do visit our sites and seeing the demographic of these people who share the same interests of, you know, not just the shirts that we sell, but the posts that we have and things that we think are cool that we don't know if people think is cool. And then you see it hit the Instagram and thousands of followers or thousands of likes get it. And yeah. um, it's, it's pretty cool to see 
you know, something that me and Ryan had, but other people, especially our age too, other people who still truly enjoy that. And, um, you know, hockey, hockey is for everyone. It's not just for professional players, not just for um, kids who are still playing. It really is for everyone. And, and that's something that Ryan and I truly want to push and promote. And ultimately, like I said before, celebrating the game. Yeah, for sure. I know celebrating the game, it's a very, it's right in your face when you get on your pages, the website and everything. And I think it's cool because, you know, obviously, you know, when you're in fashion, you know, like just addition, you guys, like everyone knows fashion cyclical, right? So a way of like, you guys are just really hammering that celebrating the game. Like you're bringing back some of the coolest eras in hockey. Like, yeah, they're special to people our age, you know, like about like what your thirties, early thirties, and then up through like your early twenties, roughly. Right. But, you know, again, it's such a amazing game. There's so many, you know, legendary players that, you know, with the technology, YouTube, so many, even younger kids have access to, and just to see, you know, those players, those teams celebrated on some of the, the apparel you guys have and some of the designs it's it's really cool and just perfectly ties back into celebrating the game that we all love right like that's it's just such a such a cool thing and again personally for myself i the, since the first time i saw the page and even seeing it grow i absolutely loved it because that vintage sort of streetwear looking stuff is very much my style yeah yeah no it, it is it's it's awesome it seems like it's kind of forgotten about. And, um, you know, we have a lot of ideas, Ryan and I, and like I said, Ryan is artistic. He's an artistic genius. He has so many amazing ideas that uh, I cannot wait to see come to life. And, um, you know, we're working on many different things, different drops and, and things of that nature where Ryan has really cool shirts that um, we have that we're going to be creating. And even not just t-shirts, we have artistic pieces. We're reaching out with different artists. So um, being able to see, different eyes into the game of hockey as opposed to uh like like we were saying before as opposed to just the kids who are playing getting those kids who maybe don't never played hockey but you know they're musicians or they're artists and they love their local team and prime example i mean living down here in tampa a lot of people didn't really grow up playing hockey but the bolts is everything down here yeah fans love it it's amazing every mural i mean you look outside my my deck here there's thousands of bolt signs i live right next to amelie and all the people I've met that go to the games never played hockey. They just love the sport. Um, and I think that there's so much change from uh, a positive perspective, change from a style perspective that can happen in hockey. And I know it will, especially with what you guys having. I mean, those skate skins, I think, are the sickest things in the entire <laughs> world. Dude, I, I've watched those videos so many times. And like like I said, I played college baseball in, in every sport, basketball, baseball, football, they all have their custom cleats and they all have, you know, they all wear different wrist, wrist gear, arm sleeves, things of that nature where they can, you kind of get an idea of their style. Or you have that guy who's just a raw beast and just wears the jersey in <laughs> his pants and shows up to the game. But um, seeing that is the first time I've ever seen something creative from a player aspect in hockey, which is why that fires me up. Because usually it's just the goalie's helmet. I mean, the goalie's helmet's the only yeah. thing that you would see customized. And my brother used to get one every single year. Like I said, he was a goalie. He played, um, had a cup of coffee in the AHL, played many years in the ECHL. But every year for Christmas growing up, all of our brothers would just kind of huddle around him because he would get a new mask painted every <laughs> single year. And it was the coolest thing because like hockey just seems like it is pushed to be black and white, but it really doesn't have to be. Yeah. 
Tudor, I know you got a couple things. Do you want to jump in? Yeah, kind of circling back to um, to the hockey culture and kind of everyone around it. I love the point you made there too about Tampa and and a lot of people not playing because that that really resonates with me. So I grew up a baseball player uh, here in Western New York, and a lot of my friends and my cousins played hockey. I always loved the game. And then when I got older and finished playing baseball after high school, they were like, dude, you love hockey. Like, come to the rink, come hang out. And they all had me borrow gear, you know, a couple times, took me to, you know, skate and shoots and played some pickup. And I fell in love with it. And then I moved to Buffalo and the justician guys kind of brought me in and started having me skate with them. And it's just that inclusiveness in hockey culture is so cool to me um, and, and really is something that resonates with me. But looking at your pages, I think it's it's been so cool looking at some of the, the fashion stuff that you do. It brings so many people into it. But is that something you've you guys kind of have noticed in in your pages like do you get a lot of ex-hockey players buying your gear or is it more just hey man like this looks sweet and they're buying vintage throwbacks from teams they don't even they're not even a fan of yeah no great question that's something that me and ryan were just looking at recently and we get people who just love the shirts i mean we we've we've sent buffalo shirts to the west coast we've sent um florida shirts to canada and it's amazing to see because, like you said, it's it's just to the style of it. It's, you know, as opposed to I'm in Boston, I can only buy Boston Bruins gear. And to, you know, that's a cool shirt. I want to wear that. It doesn't matter what it is. It's just a cool shirt. Like when I see a shirt that I think is cool, I want to wear it. Like I don't care if it's the Bruins or the Lightning. It's It just comes down to your fashion sense. And there's also shirts that some people think are cool that um, others may not. And, and that's what's so cool about um, seeing the demographics of, of chirps and, um, you know, who's buying what is really being able to see, you know, people have similar mindsets in the West Coast as they do here in the Southeast, as they do here in, in Canada. And we've had people visiting our site, too, and um, looking at stuff to purchase from like Japan and in some other wild places where they know I didn't even fashion over there for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome, though. Yeah. So it, it's just cool to see to see that. And see the the touch that that hockey can have and in, in the overall vintage wear because it's something that Ryan and I we've always had an interest in like you like you Benny however never really had like a centralized location where we could go to get gear like that especially with hockey being our favorite sport it's like you know you can go to eBay and hope you'll find something but you'll be scrolling through pages for hours and it's it's just pretty cool to to centralize that and see the outreach that that uh, people have similar mindsets uh, have yeah, that's, you know, when, when Just Edition started, it was very much, you know, we, we modeled ourselves after, you know, brands that existed where, you know, you had your roots, your gong shows, right? But it's mm-hmm. like, you know, nothing against those brands, but it was just like, this is cool, but this is like something that it's got to keep going. Like, that's something mm-hmm. to start off. Like, it's a good thing to base it off of. And we were... Again, trying to bring in other pretty quickly on where it was like, you know, there's so much swag and skill and just coolness about the game itself on the ice. 
but it's not celebrated like it is in other sports, like we talked about. Right. And that was something that, you know, especially Maddie and, you know, he's our artist, he's our Ryan, obviously. Right. He's the one who's just insanely creative and skilled with coming up with the skate skins, doing those designs for the Jordan ones, obviously. And, you know, it's just, there was, we always felt there was a demand, but there wasn't a, there was nowhere to go and nobody kind of really pushing the, that creativity envelope. So, Again, it's it's great talking to you know guys like you, Jake, and obviously at some point we definitely want to talk to Ryan, have him on here and go through that. But like either way, it's just cool seeing more and more of this pop up. And it's I think with how not only what Tudor mentioned with how the culture of hockey is, like, you know, as we you know, this thing grows, like the whole scene goes up. And that's I think a lot of what we're seeing now with, you know obviously our two brands doing stuff and there's countless others where really pushing that creative envelope. And again, to what you guys say to celebrate the game. And I can't reiterate enough how awesome it is to be a part of and just see others doing it too, because it's going to be, it's going to mean more success for all of us. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's such a good point you have. I mean, like you said, it, it kind of, that's exactly what me and Ryan, um, had in mind when we started the page too, is, is it kind of is, it's hitting a level where we noticed, like you said, nothing to those companies, but a lot of it just did just seem that everyone was trying to get to that bar that that company was at and stayed there. Um, right. And like you said, that, that off ice fashion, Ryan and I were actually in a conversation last night talking about, you know, Austin Matthews wears a, de a designer t-shirt to the rink and he gets blown all over the place, all over every social media. But I mean, I mean, I don't love basketball, but the NBA, that's like stuff they've been doing for years. It's yeah. they've, they've been able to see their styles and everything outside the game. And the same with football and, and baseball. You, you see so many pictures of guys showing up to to the facility and, and you're like, oh, that's, that's pretty cool. I didn't I would never guess that that kind of style. But the rink, it's I don't know. You just kind of see black and white suits. And, and I get it. A lot of it is a business. They need to they need to do that. But um, I think that that everyone kind of looks at that as, all right, I need to wear a black and white suit to the rank. And it's like, you, you don't really have to, you can, when you're a kid, you can be creative and have your own style and bring your own style to the game of hockey. It's not all, like I said before, it's not all black and white, which personally, I feel like that was forced on me when I was a kid. Cause you gotta, you gotta wear oh, what yeah. everyone else above you wears. And Big I just don't think that has to be the case. Yeah. And you know, while we're on this though, I, I think it's important. We mention, you know, what do you find that, you know, again, obviously with us being here, our two brands, what, you know, skate skins or anything else, just the overall apparel, right? Do you find that, would you think that that's going to be one of the biggest, if not the biggest key for something we touched on earlier that other sports do so much better as getting casual fans that maybe didn't play the sport? A hundred percent. I mean, you, you look at hockey and it's, it's Bauer CCM. That's yep. it's Bauer CCM. That's what, you know, as where do you see Bauer CCM in any of the other sports? You don't, I mean, football, you see Nike basketball, you see Nike baseball, you see Nike, you see, you see the same brands in every sport, but different. There's custom cleats. Guys will show up in lime green cleats. And, you know, as a fan outside looking in for football, for example, I see these guys wearing these cleats with like skylines of cities and stuff in the background. I, I think that's cool. Like that, that draws me in because that's, I mean, I like, I like the fashion sense that draws me in, mm -hmm. you know, just like you said, with skate skins and overall, just being able to develop and show more style and um, 
guys' personalities and, and girls' personalities, I think for sure that that would draw a, a much larger crowd um, and, and really promote the game in a positive way. Tudor, what do you got? Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. And I think, um, you know, even in addition to that, thinking about it in terms of I've always looked at hockey as being such a regional fan base. And we're talking about how, like, growing the game, growing more casual fans, like how many people pop football on on Sundays and don't really watch the whole game or really care too much about the details, but they're just a casual football fan where no one really does that with hockey. Like if you're watching a hockey game, it's because you intentionally went to that channel or whatever, but bringing in those kind of fashion sense, like we're talking about here, I think that's, that's only going to make people more interested in it. The, the custom skate skins, whether it's skates, skins, whatever uh, they want to do on the ice, if it's uh, what they're wearing to the rink. But, you know, and, and even going back to the college hockey, um, the college hockey talk earlier, because, Jake, I know you mentioned being a huge college hockey fan growing up. I mean, really, all the college hockey teams are pretty much in Minnesota and the Northeast. Now we're seeing Arizona State pop up. We're seeing these other regions of the country where it's like, damn, like the, these places have some flair and, and they're getting into the game. I mean, do you think that's part of where you're seeing, you know, people ordering stuff from you out in the West Coast, Southwest, whatever it is, like just being more global or? Yeah, I, the, growth, the growth in the Southern region of the U.S. of hockey is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I mean, growing up, like I said, I played baseball. I I lived in Georgia for uh, a lot of the summers in high school. And, you know, talking to these kids about, you know, what did did you do? Like, you you meet kids, so you have conversations. And I was telling them, you know, college hockey. My brother was playing college hockey at the time. And I was like, I I mean, hockey, that's that's my sport. I love it. Um, That's what I do. And half of these kids didn't even know college hockey was a thing. They're from Georgia. They're from Florida. They're from all these places where – it just wasn't a thing. It was like talking to a brick wall. Like they literally didn't, couldn't even acknowledge a single college hockey team, as opposed to now, like you said, um, Arizona State and just Tampa and Florida. Like the like Florida is actually doing pretty well this season too. It, it's the growth is there because people are seeing how fun of a game it is, how fun of a game it is to watch um, the culture of hockey overall. They're seeing off the ice scenes and you know things like chicklets and things like what you guys are doing, having these conversations, they're seeing what it's like uh, and how welcoming of a culture it is, like like we talked about earlier. So uh, I think that that definitely has a huge aspect on, on the growth of hockey. And like I said, the more that the style is pushed, the more that the fashion is pushed, the more that um, the culture is pushed, the more people are going to love it because how can you not? It's it's right. it's hockey. It's, it's amazing. Right. I, I couldn't agree more. But, you know, what um, – what are what else are you seeing like in in your area? Like, I mean, what even brought you to Tampa? Yeah, so I uh, my brother actually moved to Tampa a couple of years ago, um, and coming down here, I loved it because don't get me wrong, I love Boston, but I live right next to Emily, and after this, I'm going to go for a rollerblade around the Riverwalk and right by Emily, and it's like you can get in and out of there no problem. It's clean. It's obviously gorgeous weather. I can golf year round. Um, and it's just like the love for their sports teams here is amazing because half the people, like I said, 
I feel like everybody here who loves the Bucks, loves the Bolts, none of them have played sports. They just love the idea of the Bucks and the Bolts. And that's such a that's a platform of people that can be grasped and drawn into hockey, grasped and drawn into football for the more that they learn about it and the more that things like this are pushed, these podcasts and those Instagram pages and whatever, maybe those TikToks or even those blogs that people are writing about the sport and about everything that goes on, on and off the ice, on and off the field. There's a lot of people up in the air for grabs, especially down here in the South where they're just fans of the team um, as opposed to, you know, a fan of the sport, a fan of the culture, a fan of the game. So um, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. That's just kind of long, long witted story. What brought me down, what brought me down here and, like I said, playing baseball, I've always loved it down here in the South, mainly because of the weather. Um, and it's also, I mean, I can live right next to Emily for thousands of dollars cheaper if I was to live next to the garden in Boston. Um, right. So it's just better quality of life for me uh, in that regard. Not to totally get it. I'm just curious. But like also, I mean, are you still a Bruins fan or did you catch a little of that bolt fever? I dude, I love the bolts. I like. Did I you get, get wrong, struck I, by lightning, Jake? <laughs> I got struck by lightning. Literally, dude, the rink's right there, and it's unreal. Like I can, you literally walk. Like I can walk right into where the players park their car and go. Like it's just so different than it, yeah. than it is in Boston and any of those other places. And it's a smaller but such a tight knit group, and and it's so so fun. You just go to a bar, and every single night they have the bolts game on, and people are just rallying around like COVID's not a thing. I'm just sure if you guys, COVID's like not a thing in Florida, apparently like there's uh, no, yeah. it's, <laughs> we've all it's, seen it. Yeah. It's a different, different planet down here. Um, but, but it's amazing. Have you guys ever been down here? Yeah. I've, I've spent a lot of time in Florida. I, I don't think I've ever really spent time in the Tampa area. I'm going to for sure. At some point I have grandparents. Um, they, they have property down. I think it's probably, it's south of Tampa, but um, it's like southeast of Tampa, I think. The name's escaping me, but Sarasota, yeah, Bradenton, around there. Yeah, probably something like that. But yeah. I, most of the time I've spent in Florida has been Orlando, a little bit of Jacksonville, but big Disney World right. guy, huh, Benny? Dude, get me in those teacups, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, it's it's definitely a place I've always been fascinated with. I had one of my best friends in high school was actually a Bolts fan. Um, we always used to make fun of them for it just because it was so random. But again, the rest of us were predominantly Sabres fans. So what, what can we jokes laugh at you, with them? Huh? Jokes completely. <laughs> jokes been on me for, I don't know. T- we'll, we'll just go with 10 years because Derek's not in here to, to defend me. Because I don't know. We didn't mention this, Jake. Toods here is a Penguins fan. So, uh, really? you know, I'm, I'm, okay. Yeah. Are you not from Buffalo originally, Toods? Uh, I'm from uh, about an hour from here, but um, yeah, my dad is from Western Pennsylvania, uh, so I grew up a big Steelers fan, and then um, just kind of adopted the Penguins from there as well, and you know, worked worked out after a couple last play seasons, and then you get Sid and Gino and kind of ride that wave. But um, I'm actually a huge uh, became massive Phil Kessel fan. Um, oh, so yeah? if I had to say like favorite player in the league is 100% Phil, I'm actually, uh, thinking about getting some custom skate skins for, uh, for beer league next winter, um, with, uh, <laughs> Phil on them. So, uh, yeah, I mean, 
I don't know. I mean, that's why I love skate skins right there. Like, I can go out there and skate around with Phil Kessel's face on my skates if I want to. Here's the problem um, with you doing that, Tudes. I think some people might think it's a self-portrait. That's all right. That's Is fine. Hot dogs all over his skate skins? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'll, I'll crush a couple dogs on the bench. But, um, yeah, I mean – do you do you skate down there at all, Jake? Is is there much of a hockey scene down there for for anyone to play, or is it mostly just people watching? Oh, there there is, and that's what's so cool is uh, about a year ago I came down here and I was out on the, my buddy's boat and we went to this island where a bunch of boats pull up and these guys came off and I was talking to them about I was from the Northeast or like do you like hockey all this stuff. Yeah. Um, long story short, all these guys played men's league and at the end of the conversation, I was like, where did you guys all play? Like, did you play in college, high school? None of them. None of them played at all. They yeah. just picked it up. And like I said, this was like five or six guys. It wasn't like one or two. It was five to six guys that all play on a men's league team. We're all so passionate about it, but not a single one of them has ever played hockey in an organized fashion. Just men's league. Um, and, you know, talking to them more about uh, just overall their experience with hockey and how they got into it. it. It's been all just the bolts. Like they're, they're from Tampa originally and they've just seen the bolts grow into this amazing program that has led them to want to play hockey. And it's cool too. Cause I don't, I don't know if you guys, uh, you guys said you haven't been, but the, the river walk is um, it's kind of just like this long walking path and you go and you see so many people learning how to rollerblade and so many people who, are just trying to pick it up. I've seen it's actually pretty funny. I've seen a couple guys who literally my mind goes right to what is that movie? Big Daddy with the kid where he puts <laughs> the skin down. Yeah, dude. I've seen I've seen uh, I've seen little kids because it's just different, right? It's, I've yeah. seen little kids who are fully decked out in hockey gear, just skating like on the river walk because they don't like their 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 parents like they probably never played hockey. They just got them stuff and they're rollerblading with full hockey gear on on like a public <laughs> walk path just for fun, and it's like. But it just goes to show, like, like hockey is such an outreach here, and, and it's it's amazing. It's wild, too, though, because I remember um, over last summer, I was talking to a buddy of mine who uh, played college football down at Stetson in Florida. And uh, a few of his buddies were on the call with us, and we were all talking, and they were asking me where I was from. I told them Buffalo, and some of of them were asking like oh what do you do for fun i was like oh, i play like a men's league hockey you know a couple nights a week whatever like, wait you, you guys just do that and then we're talking about like outside i'm like oh yeah like and sometimes in the winter we'll play pond hockey outdoors we'll you know skate out skate outside it's a blast like and it just blew their mind but they were like dude that's so cool and it's kind of that experience that you were talking about with those baseball guys down in georgia it's like some of these guys that grow up down south don't get that exposure to it. But once they do, they think it's the coolest thing in the world. And we got to get more of those guys skating and, and playing beer league because it's it's fun. Oh, dude, I, and it's also – I love to see it because the game's grown, but it's also so cool to watch these massive football players put on skates <laughs> and all these guys like go out there. It's it's hilarious, but it, it, it really is true. And I mean, around here, there's been so many like street hockey rinks that have been put up just to get people outside and, and, and rolling around. And um, it is it is amazing at how much the game's grown, but also there's still such a wide base of people that it hasn't touched. And that's why I think hockey going to ESPN is going to be awesome because, like you oh, yeah. said earlier, about throwing on the you know the, the Sunday night football game. Uh, or just throwing on ESPN to have some sort of sports in the background, having hockey in that picture now is going to draw a ton of people who 
you know, those football guys who'd normally be watching football and they throw on ESPN and see a hockey team play and they watch it for fun. And the next thing you know, they're hooked and, you know, they go out and they see justician gear, they see chirps gear and they want to buy that and they want to spread that. They go back to their friends and the game just grows. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a great little segue where it's like, I definitely wanted to touch on that, especially, you know, having an apparel brand and stuff and what, because we see what ESPN does when they have an investment in sports, when it comes to MLB, what are you laughing at, Tudor? I'm saying they, they just pump it, but yeah, they, they don't, they don't promote right. any sports. Obviously that aren't on their platform. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was just making sure I thought I had something in my nose or whatever you were, uh-huh. you were, you were chuckling a little bit, but yeah, we have, when they have an investment in sports, you see what they do, obviously with the NBA, the NFL, MLB, like, there's going to be way more face time for the league. And that's a channel where people just throw that on. And it's not even, it doesn't even have to be a game. It can be one of the shows they have throughout the day. And they just taught people will toss that on. And I mean, I do it sometimes just for background noise, right. And stuff catches where I think that's going to be huge for the game. Obviously you're going to see a ton of, you know, especially as you know, you get teams like the Phoenix coyotes where they don't, abide by the normal dress code that you see in the NHL and stuff like that, where I think you're going to start continue to see more and more of that. And it's going to be a great jumping off point to be able to, to, for again, casual sports fans to have access to our game on ESPN. That's going to be so, so huge. And I'm sure you and Ryan feel pretty much the same with that, Jake, right? Absolutely. That's going to grow. A lot of people get their sports content from ESPN too. And it's, uh, you know, they're going to be promoted more in the, you know, the top pens and all the little segments that they have. Hockey's not going to be a part of that, where it's not just going to be, you know, what LeBron ate for lunch yesterday. Like, hockey's <laughs> going to be involved, and in, in it's not just going to be that baseball. And, and like you said, I do the same thing where I turn the TV on and put it on whatever I can find for sports down here. And now being able to, you know, hear how the Rays did, but also hear how the Bolts did on, on ESPN, is, it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. For sure. I, I'm really excited for that. I think most people that have had, you know, like kind of similar upbringings, like we've had Jake around the game and everything. It's just like a, a huge, like I grew up, you know, learned to skate probably, you know, I don't even know how old I was. I've been skating. I can't even remember like how long, Mm -hmm. like I've just always been skating. Hockey's always been a thing. Um, you know, so for people like us that are just like, you know, kind of seeing that game, it's getting the, that validation again. And, you know, it, like it did at one time, but so many changes have been made in upgrades and technology and just countless things, right? Since hockey was last on a platform like ESPN and ESPN itself has grown massively since then too, which it's just, I'm, I'm ranting about it, but I'm, I'm really excited because it's going to be, it's going to mean great things for our brands. I think going forward here. Yeah. Yeah. And that's such a good point that you bring up. I guess I never really looked at it like that, but as far as growing the game goes, like you said, like learning how to skate, I don't remember that. It's almost yeah. like it's hard to, to try and teach someone how to skate because I, I mean, like you said, if you learn how to do it when I was so young, it's like doing something with your eyes closed. It's yeah. in that back part of your brain that you don't even really think about. You just do. Um, yeah. I shoot with my eyes closed in men's league still too. So I don't know <laughs> that'll tell you. He hits the net one out of every five. Yeah. yeah. That's not 100%. bad. 
Um, but yeah, like that, that's, that's all stuff that that's really cool. And, and I think ESPN is going to do, do a great job with that um, and promote it. Cause like you said, now that it's under their reign, they're going to have to promote it. And, and that means nothing but good for us hockey fans. But I had a question for you guys. So I saw you guys, you guys were with the Chicklets recently, or did you guys go to Barcel HQ or something like that? Yeah. So some of the crew got to take a little field trip down to the, the NYC there. Um, yeah, just uh, we have a mutual friend Nick does. He works at Barstool. He does some some video content and just does some work there. You know, an employee. Um, great dude. He, him and Nick talking, they got to, you know, and honestly, the, the Chicklets have been, the shout out to them, obviously, Spit and Chicklets, the whole crew over there, especially Mike Grinnell, their pre has always shown an interest in us he's always shown us love whether you know with our different projects with some skate skin stuff obviously the jordan ones um i don't know if you remember when we the last time which wasn't that long ago of course when we were going uh trying to lose for hughes when we had that going on you know we had the flags made and they posted that too um but yeah he's he's been amazing and yet you know I, i unfortunately couldn't make the trip but you know, Maddie, Nick, and our, one of our e-commerce specialists, David Hopper, the other guy in that the photo you probably saw. He, they got to go have you know just some very basic talks, catch up on some things. Just it's always good to do, anyways, even in normal times. But especially you know with COVID, you know that probably would have happened a lot sooner. But being able to finally do it was awesome. Um, and again, it's really one of those things where it's just like, yeah, it's cool, but it's nice to know that you know, a guy like Mike Grinnell and even what he represents with Barstool and Spit and Chicklets that you're getting some validation and some notice to keep, to keep that push going for us to where it's like, ah, it's not like, yep, we can hang our hat up on that and just, you know, kick our feet up. Right. But it's, uh, it's more, that's how we approach it. And uh, for us at the brand, it, it's the only way to do it where it's just, it makes you hungrier because yeah. all the work you've done, it's you know we've gotten some amazing countless amazing opportunities recognition for the stuff we've done but obviously getting to go to barstool hq was really freaking cool but again it's just another cool thing where it's going to continue to push us to work harder and be better so yeah it was just a very basic like just you know catch up trip like maybe do some discussions about some possible future plans but yeah just exactly what it was just a just a cool little field trip right so it, it was fun that's amazing like, I, I remember seeing that you i mean you guys are getting pushed out in so many platforms which is awesome like you guys are doing so many great things and seeing that was so cool it, it just like the, the like you said the ceiling is endless in in this regard and that's kind of just yeah. like it's it's great it's a benchmark but now you get to go even further and, yeah. and know that you have like you said knowing that you have that validation and, and i'm dude i'm excited to see where you guys go especially like i said i already told you i'm fired up i love the skate skins i think that's the <laughs> sickest thing ever like even the videos when they just zoom when you guys just zoom in on the socks like the sock combo to the skate skin like the the blue and white camouflage one you know which one i'm talking about oh yeah that yep. is the coolest video I think ever. I have that saved and I probably watch it 10 times a day. Like uh, that's something that like it kind of relates to like we were talking about earlier where, you know, Clint Fraser on the Yankees, he wears Jordan cleats and it's like no one even bats an eye. Right. So, like, and now you guys did something that hockey's never seen before and watching that hit the scene was so cool. And yeah. it's because it's still going on. Yeah. It, it was awesome to see. And 
that Der- I saw Derek Renner when you brought up the the, the blue and white video because uh, he's obviously in his um, on top of you know he produces our podcast here, but he does with Nick seven one six Nick does a lot of our video editing and content for that the TikToks that you were referring to. But he has his partner in crime there, Mr. Derek Hoskin, our producer, who's incredible at the filming. He edits stuff too, obviously. But yeah, see, I just happened to notice Derek's face lighting up because I know <laughs> they've been hammering the TikToks. They they do an amazing job with that. And that was the aesthetic part. I know him and Nick and Matt too, obviously. They really put a focus on that for whenever they're filming and what skin they're doing. That's a very important thing they want to do. But I see Derek hopped in here, so we can let him chat for a bit. First of all, thanks for that. Um, And awesome that you like you even picked out like the sock combo because, like like Benny said, like that's something that we like really hammer home. Like we won't really like you know a little behind the scenes stuff. Like we won't really like do you know if if we don't have the sock combination or like the gear combination. Like we kind of pick and choose what we you know what we show off so that it looks you know more complete. But it's like those little things that like most people wouldn't get. But I'm glad that you you know picked that up. So. Yeah, man, dude, it is those little things. And Ryan, creative genius as well. Like all the pictures that we had taken, for, we went we went through so many different background things we can have for each product that we have, whether from like different plants to different hats that could, you know, highlight the shirt a little bit better. And I could tell just from watching the videos, like the, the aesthetic was so sick. And that like I, the blue one is my favorite one, but you can tell the work that goes into it. And just like from guys like yourself, that it just goes to show like similar mindsets. And it, it's, that's why I like Justition is sick. Like Ryan, huge fan, me, huge fan. You can see the work that you guys put into it. And it really does make a difference when, um, you know, all that work behind the scenes, you you can tell as opposed to, you know, just taking a t-shirt, throwing it on the ground, taking a picture of it and, you know, pick it up for 20 bucks. So it, it, yeah. it, it's just different. Yeah. We, I mean, we appreciate it. Cause like, that's like you know, the little things are like the, the stuff that, you know, we try to push and um, you know, it, it's good to see that other people resonate with that kind of stuff. Um, and especially with those TikToks, like, I mean, you've got about like realistically like 13 seconds to like yeah. capture someone's interest. So like really slimming it down, like um, you know, it's funny to say like, you know, when I tell my friends like, Oh, I'm going down, you know, like, my day work is like we're going down to our riverworks, you know, the the place that we shoot those at um, to like film TikToks. But it's like, yeah, it's it, it seems like really mundane, but like we really got to be like accurate with like what we're getting. And like we got to make sure like we have a pretty much kind of like not a system built, but like we we have it down pat now pretty much. But that season's unfortunately over with our ODR shutting down, unfortunately, mm-hmm. for the season. But we'll, we'll pick it back up soon. That rank is so sick. You can see it in the background of, uh, I think that St. Cloud, St. Cloud, see, you have St. Cloud, the St. Cloud ones, right? Where it's yeah. like black and red. Mm-hmm. You can see, like, is that, is that, do people play legit, like legitimate officiated hockey games out there? Or is, oh yeah. 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 I actually, I filmed a uh, women's hockey league uh, game out there once. Like it was their like all-star game kind of thing. But yeah, there's some like really good games that get played out there. They do, they do that. And, um, They've got like a Labatt Blue sponsored pond hockey tournament that's out there too. And yeah, it's two outdoor rinks side by side with kind of a canopy over the top. So it's open air, but you're covered from like snowfall or anything like that. It's pretty sick. Dude, that is so cool. That is something you just can't do down here. 
Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to get we'll have to get you boys up to to do a skate and we'll do some some content collabs and maybe collabs well, among other things that we'll definitely 100%. talk about in the future. Yeah. But then yeah, we need we need the reciprocal invite to golf in the winter down Tampa. Yeah, big boys, time. you guys come down anytime. You know, it's I think it's the sun stays out to like eight fifteen, eight twenty. And it's today is like 85 sunny, no humidity. It'll, it'll get hot in the summer, but during the winter, it, every day is such prime golf weather. It's just the sun keeps you warm, sunny out every single day. The greens are oh. fast. Um, My headphones might have died, Jake. Oh, double check. Are they on? Can you hear me? Nope, there yep. we go. We just had a connection issue. It's 85 um, humidity. Start over though. It was cut out there. Every time you go golfing in, in Florida, it's 85 and sunny other than the summer. Um, yeah. Light out till 8 o'clock at night so you can golf as the sun goes down. The only thing is, is the greens are very fast, and a lot of them are elevated, I'm noticing, which is tough because you really got to throw a dart or you're going to be chipping for a long time. Um, <laughs> but it, it'll be sick. You guys got to come down here. We'll get Ryan down. And like I said, in the winter, I definitely want to come up there and skate and we got a lot of ideas. Ryan's got a lot of ideas uh, to, to 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 bounce, and I think that we can oh, we can yeah. make some good good content. Yeah, for sure. I, I definitely agree. We'll 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 definitely off air talk more detail about that. But I like that idea a lot. I think there's a lot of cool similarities, but also some individuality that each of our brands could bring doing something together. You know, whatever that is. But. I definitely like that idea, and I'm pretty confident the rest of the team's going to, too. So we'll stay in talks on that. But, you know, again, I mean, as we go, I can't believe we've done 45 minutes already. But I want to get to, for you and Ryan and Chirps, like, obviously, you got you got a ton of great ideas and drops planned. But what's the long-term, like, goal for this? Like, what, you know, has that been pretty stoic and straightforward you know, even when you first started or how has that morphed and changed at all? Like kind of fill the people in on that. Yeah. Uh, long-term goal um, is really to kind of modernize the vintage era and, and bring that aspect of hockey to, to ultimately grow the game. Like I said before, celebrate the game, but um, we have a lot of ideas planned where long-term we want to get to a line where, you know, you, you that those are the guys you know chirps that's like the that's like the modern way that i can celebrate you know the bruins or whatever it is the team that you want or even that's just they sell cool shirts like i want to go and get one of their shirts because i mean like i said we have ideas where we want to get modern clothes and, and and bring vintage to them whether that's through patches getting them sewn into these shirts getting them sewn into you know these new shorts and, and whatever the style is, um, you know, whether that be the, the baggy pants or the, or the, or the shorter shorts and being able to throw hockey brands on there, um, hockey teams on there uh, and, and really just be known as an overall hockey brand of clothing to be worn. That's, that's what we're going for. But like I said, we're still so early in the process and there's so much more that we have to learn. And um, it's just awesome being able to be a part of things like this and being able to pick brains like of you guys and, and other people who are in similar situations. Cause that ultimately what's what helps you get closer to your goal um, and, and, and interacting with those other people like that. So long-term celebrate the game, grow the game. That's all we want. We're not in this for the money. We're not in this for anything like that. Uh, we're just in this to, to really be happy and, and, and do what we love, which is celebrating hockey. What brought us joy our whole lives. 
Yeah, and that's that's a big thing too for us. Like, yeah, money's great, right? But it's the passion, it's the the just sheer enjoyment of having something special to celebrate, you know, it's such an amazing game. And you put the art and the creative and just the art first and just good things are going to happen. Having the art and having the passion for it and everything else will follow suit with that hard work being implemented. That's, I think, a huge thing we try to do within Justition. And, and for me, it's pretty obvious what you and Ryan are doing at Chirps, man. It, it's been awesome to watch the, the page grow and, there's certainly been a level of inspiration for us for for some styles like you know when we did our i'm not wearing one of course the one episode i'm not one of our like justician default five panel sort of hats with the strap backs i'm sure you've seen mm-hmm. you know that's sort of a more vintage look that came back and you know the ideas certainly pulled from that vintage style that you guys really push over at chirps yeah yeah no i mean like i said that right back at you, you guys. I mean, we have a lot of you. You guys trigger so many ideas for us, and it's just creative minds collaborating. And you know, down the line, it's it's we look at chirps as it's not just me and Ryan trying to push content out. We want to get people involved. We want guests to be involved. We want you know the artists uh, who don't know anything about hockey. We want to get them involved. We want to get musicians who don't know anything about it. We want everybody to get involved in helping us create content, helping us create clothing, and in fashion senses to to push out there um i think that's one thing that we definitely want to highlight is it's not just a ryan and jake behind chirps we hope people buy what we have we want we want to collaborate with people who may not be involved in the game with people who are involved in the game with people who don't know anything about hockey we want to get all aspects and uh all eyes into into this world that we're living in here Tudes, what do you got Dude, that that point jake is brings me just to exactly where Benny and I were talking about we wanted to go with this podcast. I mean, you know, he texted me probably back in July and was like, hey, you know, we want to start a a Justician podcast. Why don't you to come co-host? And then Benny and I started talking. Derek got involved with us uh, on the producing side and and being involved with, with this. And our vision for it was, we want to talk to other creators. We want to talk to DJs, musicians, artists, athletes, anybody. But it's not just hockey. It's all of these other things that people are involved in that we just think are cool. And let's bring them into our community and let's learn something from them. And you know, maybe they'll glean some things from us. And, and exactly what you're saying there, I think that and looking at things like, you know, a couple of the guys on, on our team getting to go to Barstool headquarters with Mike Grinnell or, you know, you coming on here today and you guys sharing the, uh, the Jordan skates on your page and, you know, future collaborations that we may be able to do with you guys. It's just, it's all that community. And that's what this is all about, right? Like that's what brings us joy. That's what makes this fun is working with other people and making those connections. Definitely. Couldn't have said that better myself. Yeah. So, I mean, what, um, uh, I'm blanking on what I was going to ask, but either way, it'll come to me. But what are you thinking? I mean, obviously, we just had the trade deadline. I didn't even know you were from Boston until we got on here. I didn't know you're from Massachusetts. So, like, lives in Tampa now. He got hit by the, the bolt of lightning, but, 
you know, what do you, what do you have any, you know, crazy predictions, just any interesting things about the hockey season, anything, you know, I mean, you guys, I say you guys, cause you're in Tampa now getting Kucherov back. Like what are your thoughts on the season so far with COVID and everything, you know, anything you want to address there? I mean, I, I love the Bulls. I think I truly think that the Leafs are going to win it all. I think they're kind of nasty. Um, but this is my first year living in Tampa. I mean, I, I moved pretty much after they won the Stanley Cup. Um, so I didn't get to experience that here. But after seeing the culture here and seeing how fired up these people get for the Tampa Bay Lightning games, I mean, I, I might be converted from the <laughs> Bruins to – to a Bolts fan, like I, I, I might just, might just have to be. Um, but with that being said, I mean, a lot of guys like Charlie Coyle and, and Chris Wagner, those are guys that played on my brother's junior team, and you know, oh, they used awesome. to come over to the house. And it's guys like that. Like, I mean, I'm not saying I'm like they're my boy. I don't know them. I mean, they know my brother, but I mean, I grew up watching them. I looked up to my brother, looked up to them, and watching them play for the Bruins, it's pretty cool. And you obviously, I, I want to wish them success. I want to see them win. And after they lost in that heartbreaking game uh, a couple of years ago, it's, it's tough. I want to see them be able to at least get a championship under their belt and be able to say that a guy won the Stanley cup. He used to come to my house. Yeah, for sure. Totally get that. Um, while you were talking though, I remember um, what I was going to ask you regarding, cause Ryan, he, is he in Boston area still? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Ryan's in, um, he's actually, well, right now he lives in Rhode Island. But I mean, that's still Boston. He's like 45 minutes from the garden. Um, but I just, I did want to come in here and just plug Ryan because Ryan is such a stud. And he has, I've probably said it a million times, but he has so many great ideas. And for those listening, definitely go give him a follow. Ryan Laugh. He generates content and he'll just pull content out of the air and put together the sickest shirt within two minutes. And I just want him to print 100 of them so I can wear them. He's, he's that type of guy. But, um, yeah. His ideas and in, in, in his style and creativity that he brings to not just hockey, but life in general. I mean, he's just, he is the man. Ryan LaFleur is the man. Yeah, we feel that way about our CEO, Mr. Keeler. He, the exact same way. It's the, couldn't have, couldn't word it any better. It's, they sound like they're pretty much the same person. And I think it'd be cool to, at some point, link them together a little collab, see what they could crank out. Cause I think it would be pretty awesome for, for the hockey world, for the fashion world too. But, um, I had one more, one more question on my end when that I kind of developed. Um, do you think, I mean, has on the creative side, I know you, you keep plugging Ryan for that, but do you think you guys now living geographically in different areas, like pretty far away, do you find that that helps spark some ideas for chirps like is that what do you say you know because obviously you can look at it as being a bad thing i just find it interesting for like us because we're all in like the same we're in the buffalo area we, we're all mm -hmm. a quick car right away is there a was it a big adjustment do you do you find that it helps in some ways for you guys yeah i i that, you know, that's a great question um because we are still fairly newer to it but i i definitely think it helps i mean we're we're not together anymore physically where you know i mean we obviously when we hang out we're not just talking about chirps all the time 24 right. 7. um but now it's like now that we're apart and i don't see him every day it's like all right next time i see ryan or next time i talk to ryan like what can we talk about to push the rock because like i you know we didn't play it usually me and ryan would play street hockey every single week and i'd see him every day or every other day and 
um, you know, that kind of gets forgotten. But now it kind of sparks my brain more to, to work a little bit harder. I'm sure you guys can can attest to that too with your CEO being a similar way. I mean, I know that Ryan's working his ass off for the job that he works and, and for Chirps. And oh, yeah. seeing that, especially now not together, makes me want to, you know, not even like, He's a, not even like he's a boss. It's just like I, I want to work in that regard where he knows that I'm reciprocating that work, that I'm doing my end and doing my due diligence to 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 bring content to church. So in a way, I think that that definitely does help. Um, in a way, it is tougher as far as, you know, the physical aspect of things and, and shipping and, and, you know, taking the pictures and, and videos, whatever it may be. Um, but it definitely yeah. does help from a from a creativity standpoint. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Uh, look, I'm really happy for you guys. This was incredible. Um, Toots, anything else before we let him go? Uh, really, the only other thing I wanted to ask is, um, you know, not on not on the chirps or, or the content side, but Jake, what's the handicap looking like these days? <laughs> not good, dude. Not good at all. Um, ah, no. You know, I, I can't even say, I can't even give you a number. Like it's, right, it's right. been pretty bad. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a type. I mean, like I have the baseball player in me where I'll drive the ball as far as I can. I mean, I can drive the ball very well, but then I just play way too fast. And, you know, I just, I drive it, get up near the green. And then I just want to, I don't know. I just don't take any practice swings. I just go hit it over the green, hit it back over the green, hit it back over the green, then 12 putt and then go to the next hole. And, you know, it's, <laughs> That's we're right. not keeping scorecards. We'll we'll have some fun over some drinks on the uh, the uh, company collaboration outing down there. So, dude, we got to get Ryan. Ryan is not a golfer, boys. He he does not like golf. But I've been trying for years to get him, and even just to come ride along in the golf cart because that's what it's about. It's like being in the locker room with the boys. Like, oh yeah, right. I just we'll convert him. We'll, yeah, we'll you. Him. I need you guys to help convert him because if we all hit the links here, we can go down to the club and we'll we'll the golf club. We'll have a good time. We'll oh, have yeah. a good time for sure. Yeah, we're definitely going to be in touch on that. We'll rip it up. But Jake, thanks so much for doing this, man. I really appreciate it. This was an awesome talk. I definitely want to do this again. You know, most of the guests, even if I'm asking them to come on, you know, and talking to them, love to have you as a recurring guest and catch up on things down the road, man. I really appreciate it. But real quick, make sure you plug um, the handles, the website before you get out of here. Anything you want to touch on? chirps at chirps on instagram and make sure you follow ryan laugh because that man is a genius you'll get some good content from him awesome i appreciate it ryan thanks so much and as always for us make sure you follow us at just dishing it on all social medias make sure you follow official skate skins official make sure you hit us on our main company page that is at just Dishin on all the platforms Thanks for everybody for joining us until next week. Thank you so much. We will talk to you in a week or so. Thanks everybody. Thanks boys.